0: radio hey brendan and nathan and especially montrose my listener's choice pick is the encounter i have selected this movie because i know you guys especially like wrestling and watching wrestlers act and while we've seen hogan and piper you guys are missing out on the greatest wrestler of all time the man the icon sting and not only Sting, but heal sting, as he converses with a very cheesy Jesus. Enjoy You know when I pick up a movie
2: That's when I'm on the now. The Question always comes back like to me. Why would
3: Welcome, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome. Um, Hi, I'm Brendan. This is a
1: podcast. It's called What Were They Thinking? Who are you, sir? I'm Nathan. I'm having... Just waiting for the, uh, you know, the the whole Carnival Barker thing to
3: be done. Yeah, I think I'm having a uh, mental breakdown here in the opening of this episode. We'll find out why. Um, (laughs) This is a podcast where we talk about bad to questionable movies. Uh, and of course, we are, we are in the thick of it. We are in the middle of uh, Listener's Choice Month. Nathan always tells me, he says, you, you, you let the internet pick them, you're going to have great results every time. I think that's his exact quote, uh, right? I believe that's what you say, right?
1: Yeah, but you're, you see, that's the thing. There's a lot of nuance from there. I mean, you're, you're not putting the emphasis on the right syllables. Oh, sorry. Um, if you let the internet so- pick it, it's going to be great. Mm, no, no, not quite, but, I um, mean, there's a lot of eye-rolling that goes along with it, too. It's more of a visual thing where it's like, oh, yeah, if you let the internet pick it, it's going to be great. Okay, well, hold on. I know someone who's really good at visual
3: jokes on an audio podcast. Right? Mariah- <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so we're gonna talk about a movie this week a very special movie it's our small screen shameful of the listeners choice month but before we talk about that uh we need to bring in our guest uh making his uh, return to the podcast we had him of course back in march to talk about some wrestling uh ladies and gentlemen thanks jim you're welcome ryan gilbert
0: <laughs> hello everyone hello you're here back um, here talk about wrestlers and movies Sound questionable. <laughs> usually usually from, from
3: from April to February, uh, you're in hibernation. So we do appreciate you coming out for this uh, this event in June.
0: Yeah, no problem.
3: <laughs>
1: Chipped him out of an ice block.
3: Yep, <laughs> yep. just like that uh, that movie with what's his face in it. Brendan Fraser. Is it Brendan? Oh, I was talking about the Barry Boss. Encino Man, not Barry Bostwick. The other the other one. There's another one. It's called like the Iceman or something.
0: Not the South Park oh. episode.
3: <laughs> no, and also not the one where Michael Shannon is a serial killer. <laughs> yes so ryan you have come on to talk about and that means we're talking about a wrestling related movie that is of course the encounter from 2010 or 2011 whoever you're asking at the time
0: yeah that's another thing i observed (laughs) from this film
3: um
1: starring the legend the man known as sting um yeah and i'm gonna get right uh, hot out of the gate here the greatest wrestler come on
3: I mean I could, I, I mean, think you sure, consider he's him... he's
1: got some good stuff. He's in he is up there. You could consider him a legend though, I think. I For I sure. could I could I also sure. consider all his most successful ideas being directly lifted from something else.
0: Oh, only after 1997. I think he's I think he's
3: got lots of good stuff before 1997. Lots of great matches. He's he's got that legendary status regardless of how you feel about him overall. <laughs> I think he uh, I think he is definitely one of the more recognized names um, in the upper echelon, at least. Well, not maybe not a Hogan or a Flair. He's still got that uh, that name recon- uh, recognition.
1: Yeah, but he needed El and Robocop to help get the job done. Just gonna put that out there. Oh boy! So,
3: the encounter. We talked about uh, earlier how none of us really knew what what, what's going to happen going into this. Um, But this is a movie that never made it to theaters. I know everyone is... What? I know. I know. I'm I'm sure it probably screened at quite a few Christian film festivals. Was Kirk Cameron involved? (laughs) Not this time. There is no dubstep Santa, unfortunately, in this movie. (laughs) Plot! But this is a movie um, with a pretty basic setup. There is a big storm everyone is that we have these these i think there's
0: five characters
1: outside of jesus yes yeah, yeah.
0: outside of jesus in the diner yeah
1: uh, and 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 the police officer. right well
3: but i mean five main characters who get caught in the storm um they find this diner called the last chance diner huh uh whose sign is you know constantly in flux yep sometimes it just says diner (laughs) (laughs) um but they yeah they go to they end up at this last chance diner um where they find out that oh who should be working there but a man claiming to be jesus um what follows is a series of lengthy conversations about everyone's life uh lots of uh advice is doled out sting is an (laughs) is a non-believer um which is hilarious and, uh,
1: yeah, hilarity ensues. <laughs> not not so much, uh, but, you know. Uh,
0: one point with uh, Jesus Vulcan nerve hold, I guess. That was
3: incredible. <laughs> there are some moments in this movie where I, like, burst out laughing. Oh,
0: I, I, I could fall well, out do you, mean, you
3: mean the
1: Vader death choke? Yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> the force choke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll get
3: to that. That's much later. We'll get to that eventually, though. So we start with, um, it is a dark and stormy night. It is a, uh, there is a terrible storm. Sting is driving his car, um, nearly commits hit and run. (laughs) Because we have to know, guys, right off the bat, Sting plays a very important businessman. And we know that
1: because he's constantly looking at his cell phone. Did you notice what the name of the the production company on this was? Uh, Wasn't it Pure Flix? Oh, it was Pure Flix, but there's also For God and Country. Oh. It was another one. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew it was to do with
3: Pure Flix because this is the same gentleman, uh, David A. R. White, who um delivered such gems as the God's Not Dead trilogy. <laughs> and okay. And others. Some of the three of the mo at least two of the most hateful movies I've ever seen claiming to be Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There's a whole subplot in that movie about how an atheist father uh, abuses his child because he the, the kid wants to be Christian.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um he almost yeah, he almost there's a, there's a girl on the road hitchhiking. He almost runs her over. Um we meet uh our other two of our other characters. They're they're a couple, old Hank and Catherine. Um they're clearly going through a, a rough patch. Uh, Because Hank apparently um, doesn't do anything without her approval, it seems. At some point, he doesn't even ask for fries because she doesn't seem to be okay with him doing that. He's quite henpecked. yes. Yeah. That's a nice way to put it. I like Mm -hmm. that. So the couple and the character later on, you hear a voice saying, Pick her up. Pick her up. And it's, it's Jesus. We don't know this right now. We think this is the beginning of a horror film because that's what I thought. <laughs> These are the
1: voices in my, voices. voices in my head. See, you thought I was going to go with the Randy Orton thing, but I didn't. No. I was going to do that's it to get squirt. the wrestling
3: no. reference in, but Sting is in this movie, so right. we're covered. It's, the whole thing is a wrestling reference. Got it in. Hmm. I, I, left, I laughed right off the bat when Jesus is doing that, like, pick her up, pick her up, because I was like, well, that's creepy. <laughs> it was a creepy delivery of uh, of that line, but uh, thankfully the nice lady uh, who we we find out is named Melissa. Who at this point, I swear to God, I heard her say her name was Mason. So when she says it's Melissa later on, I was like, wait, hold on. Is it Melissa <laughs> Mason? Well, no, because she just says my name is. Ma- I heard her say my name is Mason. Yeah, and then my later- name is
0: placeholder name, and now my name is like legit script name. <laughs> yeah. And I just forgot to uh, edit another one. I'm not
1: rewatching this to find out
0: what her like if she says that or not. Part of the Mason line.
1: Okay, what happened? It turns out she was. That's right, she was a Mason. A Freemason? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Which is weird considering she's in this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, so she ends up picking up this hitchhiker and this hitchhiker is giving off some real serial killer vibes. I got to say, she's, she's sitting there and then I I just got the, the, the vibe where she's like, you know, where are you going? And Melissa's like, well, I'm going to this
1: place. And she's like, yeah, that's where I'm going to. She's going to Winnemucca Mac on a dirt and dusty road. Cause she's been everywhere, man. She's been everywhere, man. Winnemucca. It's a place that's in that song as well. Yeah. yeah, I've been everywhere. Have you? Everywhere? Prove yeah. it. Where are your postcards? Get them all out right now. I, I just me one second here. Okay, I can tell you where I've been, so you know where right. I've been. Just okay. continue, and I, I'll get, I'll get back to the places that I've been, man. <sighs>
3: okay, um, I know that Hank. So Hank gets the message too to pick her up earlier, like pick up the hitchhiker, and Catherine is like, "Don't pick her up." And I guess we're supposed to be like, no, you should do it. But like, I'm just gonna say, I I wouldn't pick up a hitchhiker.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
3: right. Like, I I think you know, hashtag Catherine was right. <laughs> but um, they all they all uh, they all gather around because they all get stopped. the The road is the road is out, and they all get stopped by a a police officer. And what what is this uh, police officer's name? <sighs> officer deville okay well that won't become important later right yeah right mm-hmm. soon as they said it i was like son of a bitch so i actually missed it in this opening scene but when i heard it towards the end of the film i was like mm-hmm.
0: fuck you yeah <laughs> i was the exact same way but that's like oh so i see what they back to, there. to my, my like, earlier my
1: point eyes. uh brendan I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Mattawa, La P- Palma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Topicola, Brancola, Paradella, I'm a killer. I've been everywhere, man. You're and a in killer. case you, In case you didn't know that, I've also been to Boston, Charleston, Date, uh, Louisiana, Washington, Houston, Kingston, Texarkana, Monterey, Faraday, Santa Fe, Rock, Black Blackrock, Little Rock, Ocasola, Tennessee to Tennessee, Chicopee, Spirit Lake, Grand Lake, Devil's Lake, Crater Lake, for Pete's sake. I've been everywhere, man. Because I've also been to Louisville, Nashville, Knoxville, Owaka, Sheriffville, Jacksonville, Waterville, Costa Rica, Pittsfield, Springfield, Bakersfield, Chicago, Hackensack, Cadillac, estate, Fond du Lac, Davenport, Johnny Idaho, Jellicoe, Argentina, Demontina, Pasadena, Catalina. see what I mean? I've been everywhere. In, like, places like Pittsburgh, Parksburg, Gravesburg, I, Colorado, Eisenberg, Drexburg, Pittsburgh, Colorado, Laramore, Atomore, Congratulations.
3: Nebraska, Alaska, Opaquila, Baraboo, Waterloo, this Kalamazoo, Kansas
1: City, Sioux City, Cedar Don't City, Dodge City, what a pity I've been everywhere, man. Okay. <laughs> but it all just Songs started on that so dusty good. Winnemucca road. Please don't go over the list again. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: Uh, no, I um, digress. So they all, they all get stopped uh, because the road is out. Uh, officer DeVille says, uh, you, know, y- y- you, you, go, you know, you can't, you got to go, you know, the road's closed, you got to wait. Um, and they say, wait a second, we just passed by a diner back there. And the officer says, diner? <laughs> oh, that's been closed for a long time. But we saw it earlier and it looked Pretty operational, wouldn't you say?
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: So they go. (laughs) I also wrote down that Sting is blown up. He's out of gas. Eh? Eh? I see. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: We
3: get it. Um, we we do we do find a from Officer Deville that it's probably some bureaucrat that's responsible.
1: Yeah, because apparently uh, bureaucrats, aka the government, equals evil in this. Right. But Mm -hmm. but
3: but. if this is the officer DeVille complaining about that, are we saying that they're actually
1: great? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I feel if they really want to get that across, they they should have had him praising um, bureaucrats, you know, just <laughs> thankless servants doing what they're <laughs> supposed to do, just trying to do a job and, mm-hmm. and keep the country running. He just
3: shows up and he's like, ha I would have voted for Obama a third time <laughs> <laughs> as a different context than uh, get out when he says it. Right. <laughs> Um, Also, Mm -hmm. this cop, I know I understand that we find out who he is later, but they're openly talking about how Sting almost ran this girl off the road and he's just like, "Mm -hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, Mm -hmm. yep, 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 yep. yep. (laughs) Sounds about right. (laughs) So they do go to this diner and they all start walking into the diner and lo and behold, look who's running Uh the diner, your old pal, your old buddy, Jesus Christ himself. As like I, a chubby kind of yeah,
1: I was expecting a lot more, you know, a, a tanned or olive skin chap with with you know darker hair, but you know it's, I guess they're going for Middle America Jesus. So. Yeah, because news for everyone, you know,
3: he wasn't white. <laughs> Sorry, um, so he. Hilariously, this is like I will say that I got some big unintentional laughs out of this movie at times, and my first big laugh is that he just he has a name tag that says Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, just right off the bat. Off. <laughs> to which
3: Sting at one point says, uh, "Hey, hey, Zeus," and he says, "No, no.
1: Usually people just say Jesus. Don't ask me. It's my dad's idea." Which okay, so I mean, I guess I the whole Holy Trinity thing does come up a bit in this movie because you know but he says mm-hmm. uh, he's supposed to be jesus incarnate now i do understand that there's a holy trinity father son holy ghost you know in wo- as in one but in this case if he's gonna say that it was his dad's idea then he can't later claim that he's you know he is god directly right? yeah he
3: does claim that later because they say like Oh and some just people because, refer to him as such. Yeah, just because you're God and I'm like is he going to correct them? <laughs> and then he doesn't. He's just like, "Yeah, that's me." Oh
1: god. But that's Jesus just god. it like it's a uh, it's one of those things where people are, people will say it's it's I don't know, one they're supposed to be one in the same. Uh I'm not okay. super strong on the whole holy trinity thing. I'm not I'm not Catholic. We don't focus too much on that in 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 my denomination. Uh but as far as my understanding goes is they're supposed to be, you know, three and one, mm. like perp plus.
3: Also, guys, Jesus, he only serves water. No,
1: no, he doesn't actually, no. uh, because Where's there's the soda signs. There's, there's root beer, cola, and lemonade apparently available yeah. at this diner. But he only serves water. You know what? He, he you know he, They, they shouldn't have done that. They should have just said, "The machines broke. All I have is water."
3: Mm-hmm. <gasps> Did you ever get the sense, okay, the whole time during this movie, I'm thinking, up, up until about maybe 20, 30 minutes into this movie, this keeps feeling like a horror movie setup.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, the way he pronounces things, it's like, I made it just myself.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's. I was expecting, I was honestly expecting the big twist of this movie to be like, he had col- slowly collected information on all these people individually <laughs> and coordinated this big thing or they'd all end up at his cafe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> considering how he just talks like that really husky oh. creepy way i'm gonna lean towards that as the new canon for this Because, like man just unsettling
3: his delivery was insane and infuriating at the same time it's just like it, it's this holier than and i know he's jesus but it's like this holier than thou uh way of talking and it's just like you know i know best like stuff like that i it think just think that's what they're going for though <laughs> but it made me so angry listening to it I was like shut the fuck up Jesus <laughs> Wow <laughs> Hot takes <laughs> Let me tell you something malord <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Sting just cut like a full wrestling promo
0: <laughs> <laughs> At times he was talking like his WCW videos though like I walk in the streets of gold, like it's straight out of like the, the dungeon of doom or, or like the spin the wheel, make the deal kind of stuff. Just like only sting, only a wrestler can get away with saying something so far like <laughs> Um And they,
3: st- by the way, this water is the best water they've ever had. And uh, mm-hmm. they said, Oh, this is delicious. And he's like, it's my own recipe. Two molecules of hydrogen and one of oxygen.
1: So even yeah. Jesus is
3: not above dad jokes. Ugh, it's the worst. <sighs> we well, find out Sting is also like, um, well, he's a businessman, like I said, but he o- owns a chain of like burger restaurants. He's a former uh, football player. He's a former football player called like Crusher. When they said his name was Crusher, I was like,
1: oh shit, is he just a wrestler? In this? That's <laughs> what I thought at first when I That's heard what I that thought first. Yeah. Too. It was
0: like, oh, football player, eh?
3: Yeah. When, well, and even when, when Hank is talking about how like he he uh, he recognizes him, he's like, here you go good for two
1: free burgers Just
3: gives them, he's just apparently stings just got free coupons on him at all
1: times
0: i guarantee as any ceo would yeah,
1: i guarantee if you ran to, to scott steiner he'd probably give you a couple of free dinners to a show who's shown he's <laughs> can we get can we find out somebody tweet scotty no you got to run into him and then compliment him first because that's what Aww. that's what hank did he, he's like oh man i loved your uh, man uh your 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 restaurants are great here have a free burger
0: I would love for him to wait, just so he can do the math for the like for all the bill at the end.
3: <laughs> so we find out very very quickly that Jesus knows all their names because um uh, uh, because he's Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but the but the girl who like the the one girl who was like hitchhiking. What the hell is her? Oh, her name is Kayla, and yeah. she is not phased in the least that Jesus just knows all this guy that's claiming to be Jesus knows all their names. She's just kind of like. You know, if you've seen the shit I've seen, then she you also, wouldn't be faced by all this. Tears in the rain. And
1: she also hassles him for his ID, which he gives her, like, a California oh state God. driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: has an actual driver's license, which, by the way, looks nothing like him. No.
0: No, it's from this actor who played in all these other Jesus movies when he was, like, back in 1993.
3: <laughs> It'd be funny if it was just, uh, like, Willem Dafoe from Last Temptation of Christ. <laughs> 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 Guaranteed. Uh, the hardcore Christians that made this movie would not uh, be referencing that one. No. <laughs> so yeah, the dude playing Jesus again—he's got this creepy, weird delivery, and it just sounds like he's setting them up. All he's setting them all up to be murdered the whole time. Um, he tells them—he tells each of them what they would like for what they would like for a meal. He just knows, like you would like something on a bed of mashed potatoes and gravy and chickpeas or whatever he says, right? To each one of them. Jeez, that's a weird meal,
1: brandon you just put together.
3: Well, I don't know. <laughs> he says like steak and potatoes No, it was it was and... I
1: believe it was uh I believe it was tenderloin Cutlets. tips. Tenderloin, yeah. tenderloin tips on uh on mashed potatoes smothered in gravy. And I think it was I don't think it was chickpeas.
3: Oh well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Point is he knows what they all want to eat. Right. Um he also has a collection of old newspapers because Sting sees the, these newspapers and he's like, "Why do you have these things from like twenty years ago?" And he starts going on and on about the previous owner. and
1: I don't understand why that you do something like that that it should come into play later. Doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not it's, at all. No.
3: And also, like, I feel like in two thousand eleven, I know these are old newspapers, but I feel like in two
1: thousand eleven, newspapers were fading by then, right? 2000, well 2010, yeah. they were they were definitely dying. But I mean, it's it's, it doesn't mean they're not in existence. I mean, they're still in existence today. No, they were all burned in a fu- in a pile.
0: So, so.
3: It was like it was like when women burned their bras. We all just gathered around, burned our newspapers.
0: The great newspaper fire of twenty eleven. Or twenty ten, whichever you want to ask. Twenty ten.
3: They just they did like uh they did like Derek Savage uh with Cool Cat. They just went and filmed there, even though they didn't have the right to do it. And they were
0: like,
1: Now it's in the movie. We find out that uh, Melissa was the reason why she was on her way to Winnemucca was uh to see she's her. She's been everywhere. Right. Uh she's been Toronto to nope. <laughs> uh she's going to see her boyfriend who she's hoping will propose to her and then Uh jesus is like yeah he is and she's like squee and he's like but you know don't marry him yeah because he sucks he really sucks (laughs) he's like
3: you're traveling this long to go there so he can propose to you listen he's like uh he doesn't he's not ready to love me and he needs to love me. And if you tell him how much you love me, he'll resent me. <laughs> so, yep. and and listen, I, he says, What does he He's like, I know you love Paul, but I love him more. Yeah. <laughs> he says it yep. a few times. Like, I know you love each other, but also, uh, hello, Jesus it was hero. mine first. <laughs> yep, yeah. Love you more. <laughs> love you more. <laughs> um, he also has a line at one point where he says, Uh, uh someone says, Uh, Thanks for the water, or something. And
1: he says, I am here to serve. Yes. Uh, they also run out of bread. Uh, uh, M- and Melissa notices they're out of bread and says, Hey, can we have some mm-hmm. more bread? And he's like, There's plenty of bread there. And then the basket is magically refilled. And at that point, I was like, Fucking come on, movie. <laughs> <laughs> I get, again, it'd be great if he was just a
3: weird magician. That's <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's at this point where he is, uh, he is taking everyone's orders. He says, you know, don't order off the menu. Just tell me. You're just, I'm just going to get you your special meal, mm-hmm. which again, Ryan, you were talking about the dicey uh, situation here. I think I, I was like, he's going to poison them. <laughs> 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 but um, Hank and Catherine are the only ones I think that order off the menu because he's like, you can order off the menu if you want. But I mean, come on. I know what you want. <laughs> uh so, and that's when uh, hank is like uh, you know not sure if he wants fries and he looks at catherine to make sure that he wants fries and then she's <laughs> like i don't care get them if you want what's wrong with you
0: <laughs> lots of things
3: <laughs> <laughs> um jesus talks about again okay guys i'm just gonna cut in right here for a second uh, right. interrupt myself this is this is the plot this is just conversations so i'm gonna be saying Jesus is telling them about this and they're telling Jesus
1: about that because this is this movie all takes place in this diner for the most part. It feels, it feels like, like it, it would be a play. Yeah, exactly. Like it was could have been written by some, you know, uh, Christian playwright uh, to do as like a, a touring thing. It wouldn't require a mm-hmm. whole lot of setting or anything like that. Even the portion with the uh, at the start where they're turned back from the flooded road and uh have to go back to the diner could be absolutely cut because the officer shows up later, which we'll get to. And, uh, all the stuff that happens like afterwards, uh, outside of the diner, you don't need to see. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So exactly. So Hank and Catherine again are having their marital, uh, woes (laughs)
3: sting is like, well, I'm leaving. Um, I think I'm just going to take your wife with me. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty
1: (laughs) ballsy. I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) The best
3: part of that whole bit, though, is that Hank gets up and literally says the line, thanks, Jesus, my wife left me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I laughed out so much at that. Right?
3: (laughs) Just the way he says it, like, thanks, Jesus, my wife just left me. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Jesus.
1: My wife just left me.
3: And he says, don't worry, my son, she will return. And the reason she does is because Jesus makes sure their car doesn't start <laughs> when they try to take off. Oh my God! Um, he makes he t- he says, Hank, if you want your marriage to be saved, just ask me. And he says, <laughs> Okay, Jesus, save my marriage. Later on, um, I guess he ends up saving his his own marriage um, when they swap food items. So. That's
0: exactly what I was saying. Is like, how yeah. do they reconcile? That's that that's it. That's all they show us.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to try my salad? You want to try my burger? And they yeah. and they switch. That's all it
1: takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> That's all, it takes. It's all it takes is to un- to undo months and months of resentment and um, disdain. So you couples out there, you you having a hard time? Just go to a restaurant and you know share your food. Everything.
0: If will be one fun. of you is a vegetarian, doesn't just matter. To, Forcer, uh, try
3: Forcer.
1: It. Forcer, doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> Forcer,
1: eat the burger and eat the fucking burger it'll save our marriage (laughs) when someone says that
3: that's when you fucking walk out that door (laughs) that's like no this is the end of our marriage dear yeah
2: Hmm.
1: but there's a bathroom confessional at one point doesn't that doesn't that bathroom the, the bathroom that people keep
3: going to also like sting makes a joke is like well jesus if you're everywhere aren't you also in the ladies room And Jesus is like, sometimes we have to, we make jokes, but sometimes we make jokes that we shouldn't make or something like that. Like he gets super serious.
0: Yeah. And there was a long pause and I made a joke. like, and then yes. (laughs) I was just like, lighten up Jesus. Jeez. (laughs) So, Jesus, if you're everywhere, aren't you in the ladies room as well? Nick, you've got quite a sense of humor, but eventually you're going to find out that you can't make a joke about everything.
1: He, uh there's there's that. And then there's also uh, this whole thing where it kind of comes to a, a head about uh, sting and uh, him getting hurt and blaming Jesus. And Jesus is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I saved you by tripping you, because if I hadn't tripped you with the rock that I put in front of you, you would have smashed your head off the, uh, the rock that you banged your hand off of when you jumped into the quarry, you dolt. And then
3: he was like, "Why did you just? Why did you just take the stone away?" And he's like, "Well, you needed to get a little hurt, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you remembered." It's like, okay. Um, Sting's uh, parents were real salt of the earth types. Um, mm-hmm. you know, His dad so run a fruit, fr- stand. fruit stand. Fruit, fruit stand. Yeah, so. so rich. He's, business- so he's
1: from Letterkenny. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow comes up to the produce stand the other day. Rich businessman
3: equals evil, essentially. Uh-huh. Um he calls Sting's grandmother a prayer warrior. That was intriguing. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. she, I wanted to see that in
1: action. Yeah. Are you kidding me?
0: Praying intensifies the But time she time.
1: comes out with like the ultimate warrior face paint because she's <laughs> a prayer warrior and she just prayers like shaking the clouds incoherently looking up at the sky shaking her hands saying, "You Hulk Hogan." <laughs> Take the wheels,
0: Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Take this cloud into a nosedive, Hulk Hogan. Hogan, take this job and shove it. But that's not
3: what happens. No. We talk about prayer warrior grandma. Um, She just wanted Sting to be like religious and shit, and he doesn't want to be. And Jesus promised to prayer warrior grandma that he was going to help Sting Love
1: Jesus. There's another thing where I guess Sting is calling him out for, you know, the terrible things that go on in the world. And uh, he talks about how we live in a fractured creation. And I was like, is that supposed to be their kind of sort of roundabout way of acknowledging that climate change is a thing? Oh,
3: you mean that it's just Jesus hugging us tighter?
1: No, that that the uh, that 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 he can't do anything about that, mm. because that's our fault. But he can he he can trip you and and not make you you know crush your skull on a quarry rock. There's a lot of um, uh, inconsistencies with Jesus's superpowers in this movie. What?
3: So sorry, you were talking about the bathroom confessional. Please allow. Yes,
1: we, we well, there's uh, it's when. Um, uh, not Melissa. Uh, <laughs> not Beth either. Um, what was it? K- Kylie was that her name? Kayla? Kayla. She goes in, and, 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 yeah, and she she starts kind of having these. Uh, I guess you know flashbacks to like her abusive um, or neglectful upbringing. Uh, which was is definitely going to come to the forefront um, later, but it's almost like that the, it's it's a device created so that anybody who has to have some sort of I don't know uh, fraught with you know regret or contemplation they go they go into the can in this diner and then when they come out they're ready to talk about the the terrible traumatic thing in their life that you know led them to where they're at. It's literally. Aside from
3: outside of the diner, it's like the second location for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so Sting... When Sting is going on and on about that stuff too, when he's like, well, how do you allow this? How do you allow that? He's like, what about people who blow up abortion clinics in the name of, you know, in, in your name or whatever? And I love the <laughs> his delivery just makes me laugh because he says like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Pump I the brakes there. I <laughs> didn't anyone... To blow up an abortion clinic, like it's almost like he's like he's just being really defensive, like that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah, he's talking about like, well, you you don't, you know, you, what about all these women and children that died and blah blah blah. Anyway, that's that's his defense, like you said, uh, fractured world. Yeah. Um, he starts going on and on about heaven for, like, a really long time. And I said, all right, dude, I get it. Heaven's cool. Gotcha.
1: I mean, personally, I could get into this the, this whole thing as to, you know, my thoughts on the way, you know, things go with Earth and, you know, whatever, you know, God or deity is involved with us, if that's the case. Um, and it, it really is, it just goes back to, like, uh, a, a clockmaker. I mean, a clockmaker makes a clock, winds it up, sets it there, and, you know, he doesn't touch it again unless something drastic drastically bad goes wrong so all sorts of little bad things can happen with the clock until the clockmaker finally has to step in and fix it but up until then he doesn't have to do anything uh, because the clock is fine he also he's working on other clocks <laughs> so. that's yeah that's great I, I
3: won't um, I, I don't have anything to add because uh, I don't want to lose half our listeners okay. um,
0: <laughs> or gain more for clocks <laughs>
3: hashtag clocks Clocks, guys, please. Hashtag clocks. So uh Melissa is now her time to talk about stuff and he's she's talking about her kind of uh her depression when she was younger and she's talking about like, you know, being in university and everything, and then she's like, and then I wasn't really into the religious religious stuff, but then my friend took me to a movie and I guess it was a Christian film festival and I said, Hold the phone you if don't take your non-religious friend to a christian film festival unless you tell them what it is first
1: oh, i would be y- yes they do actually that's that's a, a lot that happens to a, a, i'm guessing a lot of people
3: yeah and you know what i would leave and it's not <laughs> even just because it's a christian film festival it's because you didn't give me any warning and you're like all right we're watching god's not dead too guys let's do this <laughs> <laughs> also i don't and i'm not probably one to go to a movie without knowing what movie it is.
1: Fair, you know? Mm-hmm. But it, she also had said that, you know, the the, the breakup and everything had, had affected her so much, and she was depressed uh, and contemplating, like, suicide and stuff like that. So I think that the idea that her fr- she just wanted to get out with her friend before she took a bunch of sleeping pills... Um, well, her friend calls her
3: when she yeah. has, like, the pills in her hand, and then she... <laughs> and then the the funny thing is she's just like and then I laughed and I thought I can't believe I was going to do that. <laughs> Silly Billy. It's it, that's her delivery when she says it. I'm not laughing at the idea, obviously it's a terrible thing, but um not handled with the be- with the with the best weight. <laughs> no. Yeah, so when she goes to this Christian film festival, she says there's a guy there and he talks about God a bunch and she's like, "You know what? I think I'm Christian now."
1: What what? I can't that's just paper. Yeah, it's just paper. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> I thought you were doing a Bob Dylan treatment.
1: No, no, no. I'm just moving my notes around.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were
3: trying to show me something. I was like, what no. the hell?
0: <laughs> um,
3: yeah, we talked about Jesus telling her not to go marry Paul. Paul, it sounds
1: to me like he, Paul's an atheist.
0: Yes, that's not No, what no. Pa- Paul oh.
1: might currently be, but he does allude to the fact that eventually Paul will uh, come to Jesus... Um, for lack of a better term, uh, but he can't marry Melissa because if he marries Melissa, that won't happen. So, who sucks in this situation, Paul or Melissa? Jesus. <laughs> well, <that> <laughs> <laughs> honestly, because it sounds like he's
3: just like, listen, if you marry him, you're gonna be you guys are gonna be great and everything. But he he won't love me. So this is not gonna work out for you because I've got plans for you and they do not involve Paul i don't know that's how it came across to me yeah no that's in the movie yeah yep like it just seems weird he just seems like kind of like a whiny bitch for this whole movie (laughs) look and you were concerned you were concerned about losing listeners yeah well in this movie in this movie prelude to this sentence (laughs) jesus is a whiny bitch guys (laughs) and then
1: steve from everything i learned from movies just takes that and cuts it up and uses it in his (laughs) podcast do it
3: it's my voice i don't care jesus also has a line at this point where he said because someone says like you know what if someone doesn't want to follow you and he says i'll never force myself on anyone i'm a gentleman
2: <laughs>
1: i missed that line. He a line
3: i laughed pretty hard when i heard oh that. my goodness um, so jesus
1: didn't go to duke university
3: no no he did not <laughs> He played lacrosse, but not but a Duke, else. right? Yeah. Um, also, was there sushi sitting on the counter? I didn't catch that. I swear I saw just like a plate of sushi, and I was like, "How long would, has that been?"
1: He, there? What he gave he gave uh, Melissa the the tenderloin tips with the with the mashed potatoes and everything, and he gave um, the other girl a burrito, which he yeah. does not know how to make burritos.
3: No, that looked horrible. That's a weird, yeah. It
1: was a weird-ass-looking burrito.
3: But after everyone tastes the food, they say, perfect. And he says, yeah,
1: I get that a lot. Like, you're an asshole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> biggest heal. ever.
1: I was pretty upset that actually nobody said grace before they ate. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, right. he's right there. I know, but they, they should at least still say, please bless this food we're about to receive. May it nourish our bodies and souls. And then he's like... Duh! I did. I just made it for you. And also, who would, you know what is really blasphemous about this? The this girl. U- the girl. No, <laughs> the girl uses a fork and knife to eat her burrito. Yeah, that's weird too. But maybe it was just yeah. a
3: shitty burrito, though. It wasn't well, put I mean, together real there, well.
1: There was that, but I mean, again, you don't. Regardless, you don't eat a burrito with a fork and knife. It's just common maybe she sense. wanted
3: to. Maybe she just didn't want to make a mess in front of Jesus.
1: No, that let me know that she is actually an agent of uh, Officer DeVille.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, guys. He comes back. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, they're all eating their food. Uh, I think Hank is like, Jesus, aren't you going to eat? And he says, my food is serving my father. And and oh we get a real subtle metaphor here because throughout this movie like we said Sting is um which is hilarious because in real life you know he's a born again Christian uh, but Sting is like obviously very skeptical of Jesus and <laughs> he gives him his meal and Sting is like you know what pass like he just shoves it back
1: Yeah he, he almost thinks it's going to he's going to brainwash him with a steak Yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> And he's like, Yeah, I don't I don't I don't want this.
3: Um and and it's a very a very subtle metaphor because someone says like um it's okay, Jesus says it's okay, this rejected meal will be food for others. Uh right. Uh? right.
1: Think right.
3: about that, guys. It's a thinker. Don't um, think about it, won't you? <laughs> 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 we <laughs> we then get we then get the backstory on uh on Kayla. And her uh, her like um, her mother was a was a junkie, as she says. Yeah. Um, she they were, had the she uh, constantly
1: in and out of foster care. Yeah. The um, abusive
3: stepdad. Yeah. Every movie trope about a troubled youth that you can think of is in there.
1: We do get some interesting uh, flashbacks where she was going to like straight up murder her stepdad. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and this is another one of Jesus's tricks too, because because he says uh, he <laughs> it's, 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 we're not dealing with Jesus anymore. We're dealing with Loki. Such
3: <laughs>
1: trickster. <The, so laughs> like
3: that's what this should have been. He, if he had turned into Tom Hiddleston at the end of this movie, <laughs> holy shit! Best movie ever made. <laughs> Uh, but no, she – he because he, he says, like, you know, um, I knew you were – well, she says, like, why didn't you stop anything? Why didn't you, like, you know, help us when we were in so much pain? And he said, well, I did help you with one thing because I knew you wanted to take your own life. So I made sure that your stepdad, uh, the gun – made him trip, or he put something in his path to make him trip, and so the yep. stepdad being like, mm, no. must be my too heavy gun. Here's yeah, no, yeah, here's
1: what happened. Uh, the, the stepdad had a penchant for carrying around a loaded gun in his right. waistband. Well,
0: as he drunkenly stumbles he to
1: his house. Stumbled, yes, drunkenly stumbled around and tripped, and uh, realized, oh, maybe I shouldn't be carrying a loaded gun in my waistband in my private home. And was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just take the clip out.
0: right, And leave it right next to the gun. Yeah. And Jesus knew that she was dumb enough not to put the clip in.
3: (laughs) Because she, you know, she tries to kill herself with the gun and there's no clip in it. And he's like, see, I did that. So you'd be okay. And by the way, you're welcome. (laughs)
1: Also, I blessed you with subpar intelligence. So.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's uh, Kayla's, uh, Kayla's backstory. Um, At this point. At this point, I think we get to Sting, right? We finally get to the the kind of inner workings of, of Sting, and, but and he basically they, no.
1: Before they do that, don't we get we get a we get to see a stigmata scar on Jesus? Oh, and, yeah. and I'll I'll say this for the movie, good on them for putting it in the right place, because anybody and I'm gonna be like a kind of a weird morbid history buff if for just a minute. Anybody who was crucified, it was not done through the hand; it was done through the mm. wrist bone because your hand would break and you would fall off the cross they were crucifying you on.
3: Yeah, take that, Mel Gibson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although the hand does give a um, a much neater visual.
0: Mm. So, um, one point for movie
3: then. Right, one point.
2: One. Um, just, just the one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he does uh he does that too because he, he show he's showing it to kayla i think and he's like see i did that for your sin
1: and i'm like okay oh, and, buddy, for, and for her stepfathers as well because right he wants her to forgive her stepfather as well
3: yeah he's like you gotta forgive everyone you gotta be good etc cetera, etc cetera. then we get to sting stuff um Sting, he accuses he accuses Sting of, of like not liking him, and he says, "No, I don't not like you. I'm just indifferent." And then he basically
1: cuts a heel promo, it uh, basically, it, and it says that he wants trickle down salvation.
0: <laughs> was that when he was blaming Jesus about the Canaanites and all that? And
1: yeah, he does his slow clap and everything. I actually have a note here because he he taught. I, I Jesus is trying to like. You know, sway him from his line of thinking, and I can't remember exactly what he says to him, but it did make me note. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> Jesus.
3: Exactly. That's who it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like he sting, like literally heel promo because he starts he starts saying like uh, all these losers in here that believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> Just like I don't know if he was a heel in TNA in 2009. Or 2010 or whatever, but...
0: Off and on? He had yeah, that weird... Rando and he Joker. Joker. Yeah.
1: Was the Joker thing a heel character? I think it was more of a tweener character. Okay. Yeah.
3: I just saw that he was the Joker, and I was like, just gonna go back to watching
1: something else now.
0: <laughs> oh, wacky TNA. Well,
1: I, 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 it was, you know, as far as TNA the run goes, it was successful for him anyways, in my opinion.
0: it's a really good stuff, like... Uh... Like, early, early TNA stuff, but then, like, that that was during, like, the Monday Night Wars, too. Yeah. The great one that only lasted eight weeks.
1: It's a great idea, right? I just like the idea of being of Sting being completely unhinged and mm. uh, being a sociopath, wanting to see the world burn.
3: Sting is being told, love your dad's fruit stand. Love your parents. Why do you hate your youth? Embrace it. Oh, you guys both drank at
1: the same time. It was weird. <laughs> That's what this movie does to you. <laughs> Even just talking about it.
3: Yep. <laughs> Sting literally grabs him by the collar at one point. I was like, yes, beat up Jesus, do it. (laughs) (laughs) And Jesus is like, relax, have some pie. And guess what? Spoiler alert, it's your dead grandma's pie.
1: Ew, that sounded dirty. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And that's when Sting is like, you know what? You're A-OK. I always wanted to eat grandma's pie. The end credits.
1: Who's co-hosting this, you or Steve? (laughs) God damn it.
3: Hey, you—you you first rose our attention to it. I wasn't gonna say anything.
1: <laughs> I said it sounded dirty, but you—you know—you had to take it on. Yeah, Added you the visual did. Yeah.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> I like how he's so he's, yeah he's talking about he's talking about Sting's grandma more, and he's like you know she didn't go to high, she didn't even like finish high school. She didn't even learn how to drive Sting, and she still. What does that got to do with anything,
1: Ryan or Brendan? Neither one of you guys. What is that? Yeah. Did, did you guys not feel attacked? I mean, because I learned to drive. I learned how to drive. I, I, I have a license. I, I, I felt like
3: I feel like I'm like i I feel like a pretty complete human without knowing how to drive. I'm just gonna say that.
0: A bike can get you many places. I think you're both living lies.
3: I think I just don't have anywhere to go.
0: That's kind of a sad statement.
3: I can drink at home, guys. Okay, just leave me alone. That's <laughs> all <Still>, I want. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he's just ranting at saying like, "Show us your unconditional love. Have you never had unconditional love in your life? Why don't you love things? Why do you have to? When's the last time you told your parents that you loved them?" And he's like, "I buy them a house and I buy them cars." And he's like, "That's not the same thing." And just, it's very
1: dramatic and loud. And he, um, didn't he say he was he was almost like em- embarrassed at the idea, like because when he was a kid, uh, he was. You know, he was uh, toeing the line for Christianity, I guess. Yeah, because... he was praying with Grandma. Exactly, and he was going to, like, the, 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 the you know, school, the kids in his neighborhood. Of Hard Knocks. All... This is <laughs> not the Chris Benoit story. Uh, oh. So... oh, God. <laughs> I... Thank goodness. Uh, this is not Dark Side of the Ring. Right. <laughs> um. But all the kids and stuff in his school, or they're all in the same, uh, I guess, socioeconomic situation as he was in. So it, And the same, they all went to the same churches and stuff like that, but when he went to high school, then he got more of a mixed bag of the larger population in the town or area that he was growing up with, and he felt embarrassed by it, to which I had to write, was he really going to be thinking that the bullies at his school are going to be like, ha ha, Nick loves Jesus, Nick loves Jesus? Yeah, that's a weird th- That's one of the few
3: things I've never really heard. The only the only kind of thing I've heard <laughs> police say stuff about is when people were homeschooled. Zora's so like, ew, the weird homeschool kids are coming to this school now. <laughs> but yeah, so-and-so loves Jesus. Not one I've heard before. Well, no, we don't get too much time to think about it, though. Well, I just I just wanted to say that he also says like he doesn't he didn't embrace it as an adult and he says, "Oh, are you afraid your like your business partners would get embarrassed or something." And I'm like, "Wait a second, he was a football star. Do you think he's worried about athletes knowing that he like lo- that he's religious?" Yeah, I don't think
1: that's the case because every single yeah. one of them thanks God for the touchdown.
3: Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of Tim Tebows out there. Right.
1: Yeah. So what were you going to say? Sorry. Well, I was going to say is that we don't get a whole lot of time to think about that because uh, Officer DeVille shows up and it's supposed to have been raining to beat the band so much so there's a flash flood warning on in the county and he is dry as a bone.
3: And he's like, hey, the road's back. And Jesus is like, the road's not back. What's your plan, DeVille? And, man, I wanted so much to see an actual fight here. Me too.
1: He he comes off as so maliciously evil, he should have been, like, tenting his fingertips and everything. Yes,
0: and curling his mustache. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But instead, like Ryan alluded to earlier,
3: um, Jesus does a brief little force choke. Yeah, it was pretty great. (laughs) uh, on, On Officer DeVille, and I was like... Wait, what? You have now that that's your other power? What's going on?
0: Where's this in the Bible? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but Sting Sting is still not buying into this Jesus guy and oh. he's like, you know what?
1: <laughs> but actually, just to answer Ryan's question, that is actually in the Bible uh under uh Luke chapter five episode three. It's not five, episode four. Uh no, actually, no. Sorry, no. It's not. I'm. I'm mistaken. It's not episode five. It's actually. It's episode five, uh, chapter six. Because that would be Empire and Jedi. Oh, okay. Where Luke learns his Jedi powers.
3: I just figured it was five four because of May the Fourth. No, no, Oh,
1: no. Okay, that must have been. That must.
3: Have, that must be in the New Testament. There you go. But, yeah, Sting is like, I'm still not buying into this Jesus, Jesus stuff. I still don't think you're Jesus. I, uh, I'm going to leave with Officer DeVille because he seems to know what's up. And I'm going to go back on the road and everything's going to be fine. And we get this great, hilarious, oh like, <laughs> like Officer DeVille just, like, driving. And he sees, like, like, Sting is behind him. Yeah, you can follow me. You can yeah. follow me. And he's driving and he's, he's basically no, like. No,
1: before he left, it's just like, I got one.
3: He said he does say
1: I got one, and he that was where one. he. That's where he did the fourth show. He's like, got one. <laughs> I
3: I wanted them to play that like that music from like the Wizard of Oz, like
1: because du, driving down <laughs> the road. Do with and that, Officer De is just like, <laughs> and they they two sweet each other. Did you catch that? They do. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> they're,
0: <laughs> they're part of the Bullet Club. I
1: think it's supposed to be. I think it's. Supposed Supposed to be like the, the 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 two horns up, not the hookem horns, but the. Two, I know I'm doing this visually. But I'm gonna I'm gonna explain this real quick. The two horns up, which is your your baby finger and your index finger sticking straight up with your thumb across uh, your palm. That's the, the devil sign. Now, if you stick your thumb out, that's hook'em horns. You're cheering for the University of Texas Longhorns. Now, what they end up doing is actually the two sweet motion, which yep. is the two index fingers up and the the, the 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 hand out to make it almost look like you're doing a yep. dog shadow puppet.
0: Or the Jerry Lynn just, like, with, with the thumb out, too. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're part of the click. Yeah. Jer-
3: uh, Officer DeVille is all in.
0: <laughs> there you
3: go. <laughs> but yeah, um, we, we hear a big crash and we later find out that St- Sting died. He just crashed because he followed the devil. So, guys, seek and destroy. Follow Jesus or you will die. Um, I think that's a good message. Uh, so, I think that,
1: that's, that's actually legitimately the message. Um, yeah,
2: that,
3: I know. <laughs> I no, no, I don't you.
1: mean just in this movie, I mean in Christianity in general. Because the whole idea is you're supposed to follow Jesus to have everlasting life, and if you don't believe in him, uh, you'll perish. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Um, yeah, so we get back to the diner, um,
3: and and Jesus is kind of giving his like his like parting words to everyone. There's an awkward moment where Kayla is like, "Hey, so can I like talk to you?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll totes be listening. Just talk to me. And I'm I'll be there like a hundred percent." And she's like, "Am I ever gonna see you again?" And he's like, Oh Probably. But not in this form. <laughs> yeah. I'll be busy. Um, <laughs> get a cat. Maybe I'll take over that for a while.
1: And then they, they do they do that. Everybody gets that. But there's also the thing with... um, We mentioned how uh, Hank and Catherine have reconciled. Uh, because because they, they shared food. They shared their food. Uh, they broke bread together. Just going to put that out there. That's, oh, there right? go. There okay. Go. So there's that. And then there's also like... The, uh, with that... There is uh, a thing where she—he says, "Oh yes, uh, he he says to Catherine, he loves you, not as much as I love you, but he <laughs> loves you." And I'm like, "It's always a competition with this guy,
3: right? It's
1: always <laughs> about him." <laughs> so, yeah, well, he actually says, "He he says,
3: um, if you don't if you don't believe in me, <laughs> why don't you believe your handsome husband over there?" And I'm like, whoa, Jesus, she's right there. (laughs) Like, no need to hit on her man. Right? (laughs) Just help them get back together. Now you're going to break them up again? Is this some kind of a
2: sick game to you?
0: If you don't believe me, believe your handsome husband there. He's a good man. And he loves you very much. Of course, not as much as I do.
1: I'm really surprised that they stopped, uh, uh, short of saying that she should be kind of subservient to him
3: it got close man yeah it got real close because mm. anytime he said you know she's not into the marriage he jesus was basically like no sh- no she is she needs you she needs to stay with you i'm gonna save everything yeah. like she doesn't really have she doesn't really get to have like her own opinion <laughs>
1: Or you know whether or not she should stay with this guy or not. I mean, yeah.
3: I mean, he's kind of a he's kind of a loser. I'm just gonna say it. It's <laughs> bit of a wimp. When you get right a to bit it. of a yeah, a little bit. So they all yeah they all start to leave. Um, they all go down the road. They actually um, they actually meet up with a different cop, and he's like, "Whoa, can't go past here. There was a bad accident," and he is giving them too much information. About the accident.
1: <laughs> yeah, because they're like, was it a Mercedes? What, you know, was it... And they're like, yeah, yeah, it is. It's
0: a BMW. was like, yeah, it was. It
1: well, what happened to the, the, the police officer that was with them? What do you mean? Officer DeVille. Officer DeVille. And they're like, there's no Officer DeVille on our force. He's like, yeah, it is. D-E-V-I-L. <sighs> and the words die in her throat. So, guys... If
3: anyone hasn't figured it out by now, mm-hmm. Officer Deville is the devil.
1: Right. He even had a, like a, a Van Dyke and everything. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, that's when I
3: wrote and this is the first time I heard it because I missed it at the beginning, and that's when I wrote down in all capital letters in my notes, fuck yourself movie.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that and I wrote down Sheriff Satan. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. oh Deville. Yeah. They're all uh,
2: like
3: um, they're all pretty unfazed by the way that this guy has just died. <laughs> well, he was a believer. <laughs> we so well, Nick. Right, he's an atheist. He's dead. Yippee! <laughs> um, the Magic Diner is gone, though.
1: But they are reassured they are in good hands, which means they're all insured by Allstate. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hank is like Hank, and, and then Hank and uh, Catherine go back where where <laughs> the diner used to be, and he says. I knew, I knew, and she's like, "You knew all along. You knew he was real." He says, "I knew from the moment that I asked him to save my marriage, and he brainwashed you."
1: Yeah, and and they they have a uh, exchange food. Could, do do they do they have a, a loving embrace, thus reassuring us that their relationship as husband and wife is now back on solid footing? No, they have a good, solid hug. An awkward looking hug. Yeah. Like,
3: it looked like those two actors were like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then, guys.
1: <laughs> Next week on Jesus Undercover. <laughs>
3: yeah, Welcome we to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be Undercover. That's just his job. Yeah. <laughs> we get the creme de la creme, the coup de gras, the ending of this movie, a fucking He steps cameo. on somebody's chest? What? He stomps no, on no, somebody's not- chest? Yeah, Jesus comes off the top rope and crushes Sting's chest in the afterlife. <laughs> you um, should have
0: listened! Boom! <laughs> you were supposed to be my friend. Oh, wait, wrong wrestler.
3: I just think it's so wild that they killed him off. Like, in that, in
0: that <laughs> But anyway,
3: um, the ending of the movie features a cameo from our wonderful director, Mr. David A.R. R. White, sitting at a, a different restaurant, and a server comes up and says, um, what, what, What's the line he says? Oh, would you like the menu or a special meal? A special order, yeah. And it's fucking Jesus working Mm. at an upscale restaurant.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Apparently in Thailand, as the credit for that director cameo says. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Wait, what? The credit for the director
1: says Thailand?
0: Yeah, his credit is just like customer at Thailand restaurant.
1: Or is it Thai restaurant is it supposed to be? No, Thailand. Oh, that's so weird.
3: <laughs> we want you to know that Jesus can travel around the world too. Yep. <laughs> but that is um that is the encounter. And guys, again, it's hard to get into details with this movie. It's because it's it's just a bunch of talking. So yeah. <laughs> there you have it. Um.
0: But if you like that, there's plenty more, like a sequel, and a TV series. Yeah. Oh
1: dear. There is.
0: <sighs> All with this guy. Yep. But no Deville.
1: No, Which but that's,
0: probably that's, David a. That would that, I'd, I'd love to see that. That'd be my like <laughs> only grace, saving grace.
3: <laughs> but on that note, we um, we will we will give our opinions now. So uh, Ryan, I, I know you've been on the show many times, but I will go over the categories that, anyway. Um, and I think one of the categories very apropos to the subject matter. <laughs> but um, would you say that this movie is worth a watch? A drunk watch with friends.
1: Would you attempt head trauma to forget it or avoid like the plague? And if that's the, if you choose that last one, you have to specify which plague of Egypt, uh, you're, you're talking about. Right.
0: I'm going to say drunk with friends with the mm. side of, it's a perfect one to riff on with your significant other with.
1: Cause that's what you did. Yep. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: uh, Nathan, what do you think? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm probably gonna attempt head trauma to forget it, just because it's 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 woefully boring. First of all, second, it doesn't necessarily line up with a lot of the things that I was taught uh, as a young lad, and even as an adult, uh, in regards to you know uh, Jesus, Christianity, and things like that. So there's a lot of stuff that's that's a bit off for me. So I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go bash my head against a wall once we're all done recording. Um, so next week I might sound a bit different. <laughs> um, I'm also going to say I would attempt head trauma
3: to forget it. Um, it. I have a hard time with these movies, and it's not because they're Christian movies. It's because I feel like these these pure flicks Christian movies are the, like, the most extreme side of religion oft- oftentimes. They, they,
1: they like to try to boil it down to like, really simple talking points and well
3: but i mean the messages are so harsh sometimes i think and it's just like and the audience for this is the people that are already with that opinion or people talking about it on a podcast so i'm not sure who they're trying
1: to convince yeah there's probably a fair bit of there's a fair bit of choir preaching going on here
3: yeah exactly and it's just like like i've seen movies with you know christian values that are good movies like like hacksaw ridge was a great movie um, and you know, that's a, I would say that's a very Christian film, but like all this pure flick stuff, it's just, it's preaching to the choir and it's so aggressively, some of it is so aggressively like mean this one, not as much as God's not dead Two. maybe one of the meanest movies I've ever seen <laughs> but or cruelest movies. But, um, so yeah, it's head trauma because like I laughed at a couple of the scenes cause some of the, some of the stuff just kind of made me laugh unintentionally, but it was just, it was just, you know. It is what it is. Take it or leave it. Don't take it. Just leave it. (laughs) But there we go. Those are opinions. Um, And we are going to take a break and we will be right back.
2: What were they thinking? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night.
3: Hmm. Hmm. It is. Uh. It is now time to. Uh. Get poetic, and uh, we are going to. Uh, uh, read our low haiku. Nathan. What yeah. is the low
1: haiku? Well, the low haiku is seventeen beautiful syllables. Uh, to discuss the blessed movie we've just been talking about for the last hour or so.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, we will do our low haikus. Uh, what's going on right
1: now? Oh, I'm just doing a, a, some backup jazz to, to to go along with the beat poetry that we're about to put out.
3: Oh, okay. Well, please continue,
1: um, Ryan, as our guest. Would you like to read
3: your low haiku?
0: I definitely will.
3: Okay.
1: okay. It's the man
0: called Sting. He's in this movie, folks. And he hates Jesus. See, I just put a little bit of like a, like a little church affair in the delivery. Just like, yeah, I a
1: Pokemon. Yes, yes, you're going for a, a pulpit delivery, if you will. Very good. Thank very you. Thank
3: oh, you. Mm-hmm. That uh, brings us to our, our sponsor, uh cheddar cheese pulpits. When you don't and you can't afford a real pulpit, cheddar cheese pulpits goes great with sauce.
1: And communion.
3: Hmm. Nathan, uh your haiku if you uh wouldn't mind.
1: Sure, sure. <clears throat> Jesus Slinging hash. Order up some salvation with a side of smug. Oh, oh
2: yeah, it's just right.
3: Alright, I will read my low haiku. Officer Deville. How goddamn stupid is
1: that? Jesus is a creep. <laughs> doing, 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 doing. Yeah, yeah, man. It's like, it like it's all that, like that way he talks. Like, Thank, تم- thank, thank, you,
3: thank you, thank you, thank you. Amazing, Grace! <laughs> <laughs> How sweet the sound! Ow. We did our haiku. Hi- Do you think Haku was ever like toying with the idea of calling himself Haiku for a
0: while? I would, dude. If he was dirt, like he, Russo could have made that up. It's like, you know what, bro? Instead of Haku, you're gonna be Haiku, and this Ming bullshit. And you know what they
1: could have done? in in that situation is they couldn't they wouldn't have had to pay Lenny Poffo six figures to sit at home and do nothing. <laughs> they could have brought back that genius character and had been a fellow poet. And you know what? It could have been they could have been a tag team or they could have had a feud where the poet Lenny Poffo versus the poet Haiku.
3: Well and if they and if they had to call him meng, they could have called him mang and just did like the Razor Ramon gimmick for him.
0: <laughs> What's going there, Ming Mang?
3: Man, that sounds like it should be offensive, but it's not. <laughs> Ming Mang. But uh we talked about this movie. Mm-hmm. We discussed it. We read our poetry. But Nathan, what do we always say? Well,
1: you know, we always say
3: DON'T TAKE OUR WORD FOR IT! That's right. Don't take our word for it. Although, maybe you should. Um, Nathan, what did the... uh, the, I mean, assuming this got tens of thousands of reviews from every critic uh, all over the world, uh, what was the critic's uh, rating for this movie?
1: Well it's it's interesting that you should just you should ask that Brendan, um, because uh, this movie on Rotten Tomatoes uh, is this is uh, no reviews at this time. please check back later.
3: <laughs> okay, well, we will um, return to this then um, within a year's time and see if there have been any critics reviews added for the encounter. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Come on, listeners.
3: <laughs> Come on, listeners, become professional critics and review this movie so we have something to do.
1: I, mean, You guys, you, you float that idea, but I don't feel that uh, uh, Steve uh, or Brent or any of our other uh, friends of the podcast are above creating a ton of fake uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, profiles just so they could either review bomb or review pump this movie.
3: Oh, for the audience, yes. But trust yeah. me, it is quite a process to get through uh, the other side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, I mean, the audience the audience rating must be, you know, about where we had it, right? The audience
1: rating has it about 80%. Uh,
3: not surprised, it also surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah, out of 50-plus ratings. Now, I don't feel – not every single rating came with a review. I think it was just like a – you know, a stars, thumbs up, thumbs down type thing. Because when you mm-hmm. actually go down through the audience reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, it says there are no featured reviews for, for because the movie has not released yet. Fantastic, uh, you know, grammar on your part, by the way, Rotten Tomatoes. And then it advises me to see movie in theaters.
3: Yeah, you should go see movie. Wait, also very irresponsible of Rotten Tomatoes right now. <laughs> this time in the world. Right? Right. <laughs> Like maybe we're not in a, a a province where all the theaters are open, and we're pretty close yeah. to uh, um, being in the
1: green. No big, yeah, yeah, no big deal. Yeah. So, but if, if we we do go in, if you go into all the audiences, we do get I do get some reviews. Yeah. Uh, most of them are glowing. Well,
3: I'll we'll we'll start off again. No critics. So here we go. First audience review is from Jim S, and he gives this thing five out of stars. I really liked this movie. Great message, but not in an overpowering way. Wrong, (laughs) immediately. Preachy as fuck. This Uh,
1: thing was so heavy-handed, I was surprised that Jesus was not serving actual ham fists for supper at the diner. (laughs) (laughs) That should have been everyone's special meal.
3: (laughs) Uh, It gives room to look at the intent without judgment. Good storyline, fair acting, very fair acting. That is... That is generous Un- to a fault Jim. S. unwarranted praise yeah <laughs> uh very credible message this is a good family film for those of faith even if you are on the faith fence it is a movie that will make you think somewhat i liked it because the storyline asks que- asks questions um and lets the characters figure it out without being in your face about jesus wrong there is also a series with the same name that is good as well well I'm, i'll never know Okay, well, uh,
1: Samuel Q, uh, he did not take the, the same loving, forgiving uh, tone that, that uh, was a Jim S did. Uh, he writes, If you're a Christian who partakes of nothing but Christian-produced media, you'll probably love this terribly written and acted movie. If you are anyone else, run. Who is this movie for? Why do Christians make movies that exist only to beat the viewer over the head with the gospel when 99% of the people who watch such movies are Christian. The saying, preaching to the choir, was created for these movies. If Christian filmmakers would focus more on storytelling and less on proselytizing, their movies might find a broader audience. But until that happens, Christian movies will almost exclusively be watched by Christians who get tingly imagining all the sinners those movies are saving. Surprise ending, I'm a Christian, but I have taste and I'm not going to watch garbage just because it oozes Christianity half out of stars. Yep. That's
3: the best. That's the honestly the best takedown I've heard of these movies, because mm-hmm. I again, I also I have a friend who's like, you know, I've a friend who's like a Christian. And, and I asked him, I was like, you ever heard of the God's not dead movies? And he's like, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch those. <laughs>
1: he's like those are offensive to yeah very
0: ideas like they're not really making our cause any that better no. or anything like that it just makes us look worse you're making us all look like jerks when you
3: try to make a religious franchise and your idea of uh i, I believe dana loesch and like one of the guys from duck dynasty who said gay people are barn an- barn animals are your guests in the movie that's a statement okay mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway ryan go ahead all
0: right from chrissy my verdict a resounding meh. The premise is intriguing, but from the beginning, this was clearly Hallmark card territory. We're introduced to some stock characters, the couple that have grown apart, the sad but tough runaway, the materialistic businessman, the woman who settles for less. Spooky music tells us that something is afoot as the rain plummets and their cars, except for the runaway who is hitchhiking. A washed-out bridge leaves them stranded together in a diner run by none other than Jesus. And through a lot of this thing, but that's where I lost interest and stopped watching. Based on, like, the... the they were <laughs> Hallmark Channel fans and readers of Chicken Soup for the Soul will probably enjoy this. Those looking for Meteor Fair wouldn't find us in this diner. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: man.
3: Yeah. Vegetarian diner. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to pull this one from IMDb. This is a bit of a long one, but I, I uh, it's something else. First of all... I find it unsettling that there are some who attack people's ratings of this movie because of a failure to meet a cinematic standard they want to see in a movie or others' beliefs as Christians. We're supposed to rate the movie, not people's ratings or their beliefs. This is a low-budget film. Of course it's not going to be on the same level as a major Hollywood blockbuster. But what it lacks in that is made up in the content of the film. The actors chosen for this film are perfect for their roles. What I enjoyed about the encounter is the reality of Jesus, who knows everybody, and how he intervenes and reaches out even when they don't know he is there. The concept of meeting him at a diner I found to be brilliant, making him personable and real. It's put a fresh new perspective of him on my life and how simple it is to reach out back to him. This is a different Christian movie than most others and really refreshing it really showed the reality of the choices we are faced with and the consequences both good and bad of those choices and the constant battle between good and evil namely if you don't believe you're gonna die um if you're a christian you'll love this movie if you're not it's definitely worth giving it a chance because believe it or not this movie i'm walking
1: on air i never thought i
3: could feel so free oh sorry sorry Oh, no. Well, that was the next part. Um, (laughs) Believe it or not, this movie shows a real side of Jesus you won't find anywhere else. Okay. It succeeds in showing how real and approachable Jesus really is. There are much worse things you could waste your time watching. I would have given it a 10 except there were times the camera shook like the cameraman <laughs> either moved the tripod or the shot yeah. was handheld even this for a low budget even for a low budget film camera shake is really not acceptable and they gave it a 9 that's from webmaster42 and 16 out of 28 people found that helpful
1: what if god were one of cool. us he would Just shake sh- that camera <laughs> okay <laughs> so uh, my next one is is also singing praises, although it's a tad uh, briefer. Uh, it's from Julian L., uh, and they write, My number one, most wonderful and yet simple movie, simple life, and abundant life mix. Five out of stars.
0: Wow. Ten out of ten. I loved it. Great inspirational messages, and it wasn't preachy. It was honest and on point. Amazing film and well done by Junk the Mail, four seven five six nine.
3: That is patently false, Junk the Mail. It is not preachy. That is like the one word I would use to describe it. Yeah. Alright, my last one here is also from IMDb, and it's from a gentleman named Randy Garman. Um, he says The movie in my opinion was scripturally sound and offered the lord an opportunity to answer some of the real tough questions that many unbelievers and believers have Uh, believe the word is non-believers but whatever um most of the guests did give him a hard time when the spotlight was shined on them and their problems were brought into the conversation this is absolutely a must watch movie one last thing i also read several comments about the acting being B acting etc Who cares? The acting was fine. And if the watcher would concentrate more on the substance and less on the fact that these people are not the big shots who run Hollywood. And the review cuts off there. Okay. (laughs) 15 out of 32 people found that helpful. I love how it, like I, that's always the defense of these movies is like, well, if you would concentrate not on the acting, the directing, the writing, the editing, the cinematography, and just focus on you know somewhat of the message that you're trying to get across, you probably think it was a great movie. You
1: know all the stuff that makes a movie enjoyable. It's like it's like Jason
3: jokingly uh, Jason jokingly says, "I like Dune except for the acting, the writing, and the directing."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, my last one uh, comes from a super reviewer from Rotten Tomatoes, namely Kevin M. W. Wow. And uh, Kevin writes, a dark and stormy night on a lonely road. Five strangers <laughs> rendezvous in a mysterious diner whose owner is more than preoccupied with the thought that he might be God himself. Okay, the son of God. Okay, a, a lame-o setup. A dark and stormy night, really? Is that all you got? Is that your opening gambit? Yep, that's it. And it never rises above that. Thrilling? No. Thought-provoking? Not even. It's a family film. That, I'll say, two and a half out of stars.
0: So, one out of ten. Eh. If this movie resonates with the beliefs you already have, then you're going to love it. If not, it defiantly will have the complete opposite effect. Not exactly a very powerful conversion tool, I'm afraid. One (laughs) out of ten. By (laughs) Trolloyama. there we go yeah it wasn't a very good conversion tool i'm afraid yeah
3: sorry i i don't feel any more or less spiritual at this time (laughs) but um but those are the reviews we nailed it one take wonders oh i see what you
0: did there oh (laughs) shit
3: i didn't but thank you (laughs) one take wonders no second takes needed there was no editing on this episode guys we nailed it in one um But now, I guess uh, we need to move on from this movie, thankfully, and talk about um, good stuff. So mm. we, we're 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 all we're all hunkering down. We're quarantined. Some of us have gotten our vaccines already. Some of us are waiting to get them. Mm. Although at the time of this airing, I will have already gotten my first dose. Woo! Um, and uh, and we're all we're watching a bunch of stuff, right? We're watching TV. We're watching movies. We're watching streaming shit. Um, so I guess. Uh, I guess I'll just ask. I'll start with Ryan. Uh, what you watching, Bud? Uh,
0: you know, but you know what I'm watching lately. Just on the on the whim is uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, uh, some of that classic stuff and a couple episodes of the new WKRP in Cincinnati, which I never saw before <laughs> and was not aware that that was French Stewart's start in oh. sitcom land. Oh, yep.
3: Oh, oh no. <laughs> yep. I got a question. You said you were watching WKRP. Is all the licensed music in there?
0: Uh, from where I'm seeing it, yeah, for the most part, like, hmm. with, same thing with the DVD, which they had up, like, up to 85% of the clearances that they could put on for that whole series set.
3: hmm Because I know that was a point which of contention. Which is good,
0: because there was a season one set that was, like, just completely, just everything was, like, instrumental music.
3: Yeah. No, I know that was a major point of contention for fans when the DVDs started coming out, so mm-hmm. wasn't sure about that. Um, but what about, uh, about you, Nathan? What you been watching, bud?
1: Oh, bud, I've actually been watching uh, an interesting little Irish sitcom. Uh, It's based off of some sketches from a a show, a variety show called The Republic of Telly. Uh, uh, And it's a show called uh, Bridget and Eamon. And it's on Prime. It's basically, it's these two over-the-top, you know, uh, Irish... Uh, folks in the 80s uh, I Catholic and their um, everything is just none cranked up to 11 for the uh, for the effect of comedy. too much so that you can tell that it's it's done in such a farcical way that no you shouldn't take it seriously or think this is in any way shape or form an accurate depiction of the the 80s in Ireland. <laughs> but it is it is quite funny. Uh, there's some really ridiculous stuff that happens in there. Think of it like, um, you know, uh, a kids in the hall sketch with uh, you know the the sketches that uh, Scott Thompson and um, Bruce McCullough used to do as the married couple.
0: Yes, yeah. where Bruce played the dad. And, yeah. Oh my god, those are great. Right.
1: Yeah. It's it's kind of like that, but with, uh, you know, with a with an Irish repressed sensibility. Awesome. There's actually a pretty fantastic um, episode where they you find out that Eamon, the uh, the husband of, of the lot, uh, is is a fantastic cook, and uh, they enter a, a cooking contest or no, it's like a it's like a, a Mrs. Ireland thing where it's a housewife thing, but he does all the cooking, and it is discovered that he does all the cooking uh for just for this not the entire series just for this episode and it is scandalous so much so that she is disqualified from uh the pageant and they have to hang their head in shame uh not because someone else did the cooking for her but because a husband deigned uh himself um to do housework
3: uh yeah so uh i've been watching uh well, I, I watched a I watched a movie on Shutter recently. Um, it's called Psycho Gorman. It is wonderful. Uh, basically, the it's a, it's a movie that came out this year, I believe, early this year. Um, the basic plot it's like it, it's like if you had it's like if a little kid found this like gem and it basically controls her own like kind of like pet pinhead um, is essentially it because she has this like creature from uh some far off planet who's basically buried underneath the earth and yeah she control him so she can get him to do stuff. It's ridiculous. It's hilarious. It's gory as fuck. Um it's it's great. I can't recommend it enough. It's a so shutter. It's Check almost it
1: like a take on like the golem myth. Yeah. Not not golem from Lord of the Rings but the oh. you know the Jewish folks tale. <laughs> I
3: there's no really and there's nobody in the movie either that I would like I can even like really point out I don't think there was any actors I recognized. so and it's a it's a very it's it's probably the best utilizing of a low budget I've seen in a long time okay because they it is ambitious for a low budget movie and they go for it um, and it's I great. saw
1: when they were when they were starting to uh, when they were getting ready to release it they were they were you know they p- were pimping it pretty hard on on the oh, yeah. Twitter uh, shutter, and uh, I was like, "I'm you know, that looks kind of interesting. I'll, I'll maybe check that out someday." But now you saying what you're saying about it, I might check it out sooner rather than later.
3: Now the the the, the tipping point might be for some that that might be for some people is the lead girl, like the kid. Um, a lot of some people say she's she, well she is she's very over the top, like she's <laughs> she's almost like insane. Um, and some people might find her annoying, maybe. But I thought. It was great because it was unlike any other kind of kid performance I've seen before. She's like very, very performancy. You know what I mean? Like okay. her, 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 her arms are flailing around. She has crazy expressions on her face, and it's <laughs> just—I don't know—I just had a great time with it. Okay, I gave it like five stars on Letterboxd. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Um, but yeah, that's that's my recommendation. All right. Um, so on that note. We should announce what's coming up next week. Uh, no hint necessary. We are continuing. We are chugging along with Listener's Choice Month. Uh, next week we have a pick from Lena, and she has given us a triple X State of the Union. <laughs> uh, funny enough, because we've already covered the third one. <laughs> so We're going working backwards. our way backwards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about that next week. Um, Nathan is your buddy, old
1: pal around. He is. Just give me one moment and I will go get him. I will get my bananas. <laughs> All right. Well, careful. He takes offense to that sometimes. Oh. Hello! It's Montrose, yours. I got a banana for you! you put that away, you filthy bastard. Oh,
3: okay. Fine. You don't want a banana? That's fine.
1: I just don't like to, to perpetrate stereotypes. I would be more than oh, glad yeah. to have a banana later when we're not recording. Okay? Oh, All right? okay, okay. leave like I'll,
3: that. I'll just okay? put it over there. All right? You good? Okay. I'll put it, I'll put it over there. Good. Please do that. Yeah. Don't yeah.
1: Okay. put it in you. You. Yeah, the shoes, because I think Milosh might try to take it. Oh. So. Okay. Oh, someone put banana. No! No, you get away from that, you filthy, filthy person from whatever country it is that you're from. I don't quite know. Is get okay. back here, Miloš. Don't touch the man's banana. Oh, coming, Mother Superior. You have shoes to beat me with?
3: You know I do. Oh, I will take leave of
1: you. Thank you. More later. Stop it! Those are my lines. <clears throat> oh, as I was saying, hello, it's your good friend Montrose Monkington the Third here. I don't feel that I I should have been included uh, in, in the picking of this movie that you chaps watched, uh, and I don't feel that it was done uh, out of any sort of sincere wanting me to, uh, hope of wanting me to watch something good. Uh, but if you do want to watch something good, uh, head on over to Montrose Monkington TV on YouTube, uh, where you can see all of my my videos uh, about, about wrestling and some sketches and stuff that I've done previously. Uh, you can also uh, be friends with me at the Facebook group Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and Friends. Uh, and finally, you can tweet at me uh, on your Twitter devices at uh, Montrose the Third as the number three R D. Thank you. More later. Where is that banana? <laughs> it's right over here. Oh, just, give it, just, just, just give it to me, okay? Just, yeah, just and, take you, it here. Take make, it sure you, make sure you edit this out, because I hate perpetuating I, stereotypes. I won't post this. Don't right. worry. Good, good.
3: Well, thank you, Montrose, and also thank mm-hmm. you, Ryan. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> thank you, Ryan, for joining us once again. I hope your life is fulfilled more now that you've watched this movie.
0: Absolutely, both with Sting and Jesus.
3: <laughs> the greatest tag team there ever was. See, if if Sting would have chosen him as a partner at Backlash, he would have shown up.
1: <laughs> uh, really, I really wish that 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 Vince McMahon would have wrestled the spotlight. Oh, like, just, oh my god, that that, <laughs> that whole in wrestling Invisible Man thing that would have been yeah. fucking delightful. I can make God dance, shake your booty, God. Just throwing hip tosses and and then he like gets himself poised back like someone's got him stuck in like a camel clutch and be like ah and he has to tap out that would have been fantastic
3: that would have been fantastic it would have been
1: better than a fucking zombie
3: lumberjack match let's not even start with that I have so many (laughs) thoughts we'll talk about that off air um (laughs) but Nathan. I know you have questions. So, oh, well, before you have questions, we should say that you can find us on uh, on the web. You can find us on Twitter and uh, Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for What Were They Thinking? Uh, we are on all the podcast apps, including our home base, Age of Radio. Big time! We are also on Redbubble, Pub- Red Public, patreon.com slash WWTT Podcast. Lots of great stuff over there. Um, actually, Ryan, I just, I realized I forgot to ask you, where can they follow you on the socials?
0: All on the socials. Over on Twitter at SlackerWriter, where for the past few months now, I've been doing what I've been calling Slacker SlackerPlays. Uh, CRT photo, like, memories as I'm playing old video games, such as the old Dragon Quest games, Final Fantasies, all the kitten caboodle through the aspects of my CRT. So just, like, fun adventures and those uh, kind of, playthroughs i like, i guess you can say
3: how far are you in e.t the video game
0: e.t the video game i've beaten it 500 times
1: <laughs> you're not still stuck in that pit
0: no mm. crazy Damn. not
3: you're the greatest e.t video game player there ever was then <laughs> <laughs> um yes but now it is time nathan do you have any questions about the encounter you know i i do have a
1: few um so okay ask them my son Hmm. <laughs>
0: Confess to me. <laughs> Confess
3: to me your questions.
1: <laughs> so, okay. So, with, with a movie where you get arguably uh, a wrestler who's known predominantly as a face, yeah. and you cast him in a real shit heel role. And, and with the movie where ugh, everything is just kind of glad handed. And explained away in just some of the most lazy, lazy writing. And and with a movie where your, your biggest baddie is Officer DeVille. And in case you didn't catch what his name is really supposed to be, they literally spell it out for you at the end. And with a movie where they tell you they only serve water in this diner when they clearly serve lemonade, root beer, and cola. I just, I gotta ask. Yes, my child. What were they thinking?
0: Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself.